Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. You're about to hear from one of my most recent graduates of my one-on-one program. In fact, she actually still has one more week left, but I just could not wait to get her on here to talk about her experience and her results from this program. So before working with me, this 5-1 cutie worked out regularly, but just had a hard time seeing results. With my help, she's gone from a group hit fitness class bunny to a total buff babe slaying the weights with absolutely no additional cardio other than walking. So she's gone from a size four to a size zero, but most importantly, she's gone from struggling in the nutrition department to confidently fueling her body with enough of the right things. And I cannot, cannot, cannot wait to get into the details. So without any further ado, welcome to the show, Katie. Hi, thanks. Happy, excited, flattered to be here, honestly. (laughs) Okay. First, you have to tell the listeners how you found me. Yeah. Um, so I actually found you through one of my colleagues. Uh, shout out to Katie C., um, the other Katie uh, who I work with. She listens to your podcasts and recommended your show to me. Said you had a lot of good content on fitness and nutrition. Um, she's similarly fun-sized. <laughs> so um, I started you know, kind of binge listening probably to the first five episodes or so. Um, I was like, Oh, I need to like learn my Rebecca Kirsten and <laughs> her programs and I need to talk to her. So, yeah, it's so fun how you've like literally come full circle now. Like I'm like, I've got to have you on the podcast. Like this is just, it's so fitting. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about you, like who you are and what you like to do and all those things. Yeah. So, um, I'm Katie, I'm 31. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and I moved here in August, 2019, um, from Indianapolis where I grew up. Um, my then boyfriend, now husband lives here. So, um, we were doing long distance and I decided to make the move. Um, I'm a speech pathologist and I work with kids, um, work four days, uh, 10 hour days. So very busy. Um, I like to be outside really, you know, lean into that whole Midwestern lifestyle, (laughs) like, you know, paddleboard, um, bike, read all that kind of stuff. So fun, really fun. So what was nutrition and fitness like before working with me? Yeah. Um, so fitness wise, um, I've always been like really consistent, always getting workouts in. I used to do boxing classes, which I don't know if I've ever told you that actually, (laughs) I don't know if that's ever, (laughs) no, I don't think you have, (laughs) Um, but yeah. Um, when I lived in Indianapolis, a good friend of mine and I would go do boxing classes together, which was super fun. Um, you know, you've been like a badass all along. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, I just felt really, you know, strong and empowering. It was a lot of fun. Um, but really like into group fitness. Um, so I moved here, I tried to, you know, continue boxing classes, but with my new work schedule made it pretty challenging. So I had to cancel that. And, um, there's a gym, like a block away from our condo here. So I joined a gym and, um, signed up for orange theory. And I was doing those classes about twice a week. Um, and then eventually canceled my gym membership because I couldn't go. Like <laughs> I was so sore and tired all the time. I was like, oh no, like I'll definitely go on my off days, like go walk on the treadmill or use the elliptical. But I never did because I was so tired. Um, and then I eventually upped my orange theory to unlimited. So I'd try to go like two to four times a week. Um, and then eventually that has since flipped <laughs> completely. So <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit before you tell us about the nutrition side. Um, But on your application, you had told me that you absolutely love Orange Theory and that it was really important for you to continue on with. And I was kind of like, 
well, like it's not the most conducive to this program, but I would be absolutely happy to incorporate like one day or so, so that you still get to do that thing that you love um, because this is customized training. So we can do that. And so like, it was like right after you signed up for my program that you told me that you got a gym membership and that you would cancel the Orange Theory classes. And I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't really expecting that. So I would love to hear a little bit more <laughs> about like what was going on through your head in those first few days and what that decision was like for you. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, pretty structured and disciplined. And so change is hard for me. And so that was, I kind of surprised myself, honestly, about canceling. Um, but I was thinking about it and it was like, you know, and I, at first I, I guess I should backtrack. I was skeptical. I was like, okay, I like that I can still do this, but like, I'm not sure. Like this seems like a big challenge for me. Um, because I like, you know, the familiarity, like I like knowing the class ahead of time. I like knowing where I go, who's going to be there, you know, the whole group fitness thing. Um, but the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, you've been doing this for so long and you're not seeing the results. So there's a reason why you're doing this, right? <laughs> um, it's so all skeptical and very hesitant, but it's like, you know, like, this is what you need to do. Like trust the process, you know, just go along with it. And I really liked that you were like, you can still go. Like, and I think I did one class like with other friends, which is fun, but yeah, I was skeptical, but I also really wanted to give this my all and trust the process. And so it was scary. Um, and that was really hard for me, but it's like, you know, let's go all in, let's do it. So, um, yeah, I officially stopped drinking the orange Kool-Aid. Um, I'm no longer a member <laughs> anymore. Um, and I actually, this is funny. Um, now that I'm just a member of like my gym, I won like most, I won the raffle this month for like the most active member <laughs> to like draw names. So yeah, it's kind of done a flip. <laughs> That's fun that your gym does that. Now I know you felt pretty intimidated at first, like that first week of going and doing my workouts, but how did you power through it? And like, how long do you think it took you to really like familiarize yourself there and feel comfortable? Yeah. Um, I go early. So I think that helps. Like I go before work, which makes me sound like a crazy person. Like I go at 4 30 in the morning. No, that's not crazy. That's smart. <laughs> don't go before then I know it won't, I won't go after. So I'm very disciplined. Like I said, type A, my type A is showing, but yeah, I go early. And so I knew it wouldn't be super crowded, which helped, um, especially like learning the new equipment and trying new movements. And it probably took me, I would say a week or two to feel like more comfortable, like going, getting in the routine. Um, before when I would go to the gym, I was strictly like a treadmill elliptical kind of girl. So I didn't use any of the weights, any of the equipment. I liked the app because I could look at the workout ahead of time and say, okay, mentally like visualize, where am I going <laughs> tomorrow morning? Like, what if someone's on the equipment? Okay. Then you can do this and then come back to that. Like, I like having a plan. <laughs> so, you know, I still have those moments where like, I think I messaged you like I felt like a baby giraffe today like these new movements I didn't know what to do with my legs like <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention and I walked over and like tried to use a piece of equipment that someone else was using so like those things still happen but you know you just get over it and yeah so now I'm comfortable I go all the time almost every day yeah and I know you said that you had your husband help you out like the first week right like you guys kind of went together and just yeah. he helped showed you around so yeah he did shout out to Ryan for 
getting up at 4 a.m. and going with me. But then it was like just that one week. And after that, you were like, I'm set. I'm good. Yep. yep. And he would ask me, like, do you want me to go? I said, nope. Like, I'm going to try this on my own. And, you know, I will figure it out. Sometimes um, I would go in and, like, look at the equipment that I didn't know, like, how to use. Like, the day before, I'd be like, okay, that's the machine I need. Like, let me go try it. Let me go look at it. And then now, yeah. So I was like prepared for the next. I love that. Yeah. And just like kind of being like, all right, this is a scary place, but I'm going to figure this out so that it's not so scary. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Tracking back to the nutrition side, what was nutrition like for you before working with me? Like what, what did you do there? Um, nothing. <laughs> really, like, I kind of just ate whatever I wanted to eat, which wasn't a bad thing. Like you would never look at me and be like, oh this girl needs to lose weight. Like I'm small and I was yeah. pretty small before this because I ate all like a lot of the right foods and I ate the same foods like every, every time, every week, like I had the same lunch, you know, salad with eggs pretty much every week, you know, eat brown rice and chicken and, you know, all those quote, you know, quote unquote healthy foods. And before like years ago, I did like the beach body, like portion containers. Um, but I, that never felt sustainable. And like, I quickly quit that. And then like the shakes and everything, like, I just didn't think they tasted good. And yeah. So I kind of bought into that and then quickly fell out. Um, so yeah, I kind of ate what I wanted to eat. We keep like a lot of sweets in our house. Like my husband has a big sweet tooth. So like right now in the freezer, we still have Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> um, you know, Kit Kats. Um, but I wasn't like tracking anything. I used to use my fitness pal years ago, like where I track calories, like the standard 1500 calories a day, like, but nothing with, you know, macros or anything like that. So I was eating a lot of the right foods, but not tracking or like aware of anything really. So would you say you were a total newbie when it came to counting macros? Oh yeah. hundred percent. How quickly do you think you like grasp the concept of it? I got it pretty quickly. I would say, um, again, you know, I like things to fit like checklists. I like, okay, this is the rule. Like it was kind of like a game, like you said it would be. Like, how close can I get? And um, I think it was easier for me a little bit because I was eating like a lot of the, you know, quote unquote, right foods, but just knowing like the why behind it and which like the course, like online videos and everything that really helped uh, through your website. Yeah. And I've gotten really good at it. Like, I'm pretty good about planning my meals during my work week. So, like, Monday through Thursday having, you know, every breakfast, lunch, and dinner planned out, but like Fridays, like today, I kind of go about it as I go and I'm able to make things fit. So I got it pretty quickly and now it's easy. <laughs> I don't really have to think about it a whole lot. Uh, though I still do, like I've already been planning next week's meals already. So. Yeah, you were definitely a creature of habit, which is something that I noticed by like week four or five. And I, I remember one call that we hopped on and like, hey, like maybe we should try to get a little variety in here. I'm like, you're nailing it. Like you're doing so good, but you're just very repetitive. So like, let's try some other foods. So that was that was fun to watch you learn how to incorporate more things and and see that as you go too. Yeah. Part of that is that I hate to like physically go grocery shopping. <laughs> like I'm just, it's so easy just to like check off the box from Target and go pick up my order. But um, I've gotten better about that. Like today I've picked up groceries and then I went to Whole Foods and actually walked around and picked up some new things. Uh, so that has helped and that's been easy too. And I like like 
I follow obviously you on Instagram and follow like your snack and like what I ate Wednesdays and uh, like the cottage cheese and popcorners. Like that has been my new favorite. Like I even took a bunch of popcorners to work to like share with my coworkers so they could try it. So yeah, it's been fun to try new foods. And sometimes I'll drag my husband to the grocery and we'll pick out new things to try, which has been fun. That's one of my favorite things to do just because like, Otherwise, yeah, you're right. You're going to fall into those same routines of like buying the same things online because you're not seeing yeah. anything new, you know, like you're just copying yeah. your old grocery list. But yeah, I, yeah. I like like taking the time to go to the grocery store and like not having to get home right away for anything and just being like, yeah. we're just going to make it like a trip out of this and have fun. So yeah, that's a, that's a good tip. I was actually planning my lunches for next week. And for the first time, I think in 16 weeks or since we started, I'm going to have a salad for lunch. Like I haven't eaten for lunch since we started. Wow. Or since you were like, you have to try new foods, like, please. (laughs) So yeah. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's so funny. You even got your husband on board with counting macros, right? Like how does that look for you guys? Yeah. Um, he's pretty curious. So, and he's also very supportive. Like after we had our discovery call, he was like, I think you should do this. Like, why not? So after I started doing it and like, you know, I got my food scale, he was like weighing everything. Uh, he was like, you know, let me try, let me try this. Cause he often would say to me, like, he's not eating enough. Like, you know, he's doing these workouts, but always feels hungry. Doesn't feel like he's getting enough protein. So it's kind of a curiosity thing. And it's actually easier now that he's tracking his macros too, because we use it as like a meal planning tool, which I didn't expect before like we call each other after work and he'd be like, what's for dinner? I'm like, well, I don't know. But instead now I'm like, Oh, I've already logged it in my fitness pal. Just go ahead and copy it to yours. And then we adjust our macros from there, which has actually made it really easy. So, <laughs> cause I, before I wasn't like, no planning at all. And so now it's become like a natural meal planner. Yeah. And it totally eliminates that question of what's for dinner. And then like the unnecessary fight when someone's a little cranky or had a bad day. It's like, I don't know, you decide, ah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's already done. I don't have to, we don't have to talk about this. We can talk about more important things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad he's super supportive like that. Yep. So it's been a nice addition to our like daily routine. Um, as someone who considers herself a pretty big snacker. Cause that was one thing that I noticed about your, um, logs right away is that there was a lot of foods that were very like snack foods. Like we had a lot of pretzels and like hummus and those like chickpea things, which were great, but not full meals. So my question to you is like, how has this program and counting macros changed the way you think about crafting meals and your snacks? Yeah. So I am a snack queen, like any <laughs> crunchy snack, like you said, pretzels, like the crunchy chickpeas, a goldfish cracker at work, like (laughs) anything. Um, like I like to think it's like a fun size. I'm a fun size eater. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) but yeah, I just think that I plan my meals around that, like knowing that I like to snack. And so like my breakfast, lunch, and dinner meals might be a little bit smaller to kind of accommodate for bigger snacks throughout my day. Um, I'm also up really early a lot during my week. And so eating consistently throughout the day, um, is important just to keep my energy up, keep me full and happy, <laughs> not hungry. So yeah. And I'm able to, I feel like I eat more snacks now that I'm like tracking it. Like I'm able to eat the pretzels and, you know, anything crunchy that I want and build that in throughout my day, just making sure it's like spread out 
I do eat like full six meals generally. And that last meal after dinner, I really like having that because that allows for flexibility in my day. Like if I'm hungrier after lunch, like I need a bigger afternoon snack, I'm able to play with that last meal a little bit and have a bigger snack earlier. So, and still hit all my goals. It's been really easy actually. Yeah. I love that. Do you feel like having that kind of structure and like knowing that it's part of the plan, like having those snacks as part of the plan, remove some of that guilt that you might have felt prior to this program where you're like, Oh man, I just like ate so much chips today, but like they fit into your plan now. So now it's not such a, like a bad thing. Yeah. And it takes away, like it makes it more purposeful, I guess. Like I'm not just sitting at my desk like mindlessly eating almonds and like, Oh my gosh, I just ate half a bag of almonds. that mm-hmm. like, I don't even remember eating <laughs> because it's here, but I was hungry and I wanted a snack. Um, so it's made it more purposeful and just, I think I told you this, um, earlier like midway through just become like a habit. Like I'm just, I clean out my work snack drawer. Like I had almonds and protein bars in there and I just wasn't eating them because it's just not what I'm eating today. Like, it's not that I can't have them, but it, I'm just not because I already have. Right. Cause you had planned it. Exactly. Else, yeah. 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 And I'm not like mindlessly eating and like have a stomach ache after for eating half a bag of, you know, smokehouse almonds. <laughs> so true. Have you ever looked around the gym to see everyone else using heavier weights than you and thought to yourself, uh, should I be lifting heavier? Have you ever wondered how much other ladies of your size are lifting? Or do you just want to know how much more you should aim to lift to take your strength to the next level? Well, guess what? I created a fun size strength chart so that you can finally confidently choose the appropriate weight for your body size for 28 of the most common lifts, such as squats, lateral raises, seated rows, things like that. No more looking around at everyone else or feeling self-conscious because this chart will take the guesswork out of it and give you guidelines for safe yet challenging weights to use per your current level of fitness. Get the free chart by taking the super short but super fun strength quiz. Go to www.funsize.life slash strength quiz. So you also had a few weekend trips scattered throughout this 16 week adventure. So how has your confidence grown in your ability to make appropriate choices no matter where you are? Yeah, Um, and that was kind of a big, fear because we like to travel not fear necessarily but just like an anxious feeling you know how am I gonna manage trips and travel and that lack of control and we love to travel so I knew that was you know gonna be a part of this um so the first trip we had was Miami and I was that was more towards the beginning and it was a little bit more like structured like okay packing all of my almonds and you know my chickpeas and my protein bars that I have all those snacks when I'm hungry and I know what I'm going to be eating for snacks during the trip. Still like made sure to get my workouts in. And I really focused on that. And I also had planned better for that trip. I would say like keep breakfast and lunch smaller. That way I could have a bigger dinner and have more fun with that. Um, Cause we like to try new restaurants. So I had like a really set plan and I logged everything, but I was a little bit more anxious about not seeing progress. And I got back for sure. And I still made progress. Like I came back and I remember messaging you. I was like, I'm so bloated from my trip. Like <laughs> these progress pictures aren't going to look as good. <laughs> and you're like, no, look great. <laughs> Stop. Like you could still make progress even, you know, with a long weekend vacation. So we also had a camping trip 
well, I should say, I shouldn't say camping because I don't camp. That's where I like draw the line, like outdoor activities. Like I need amenities. Glamping. Yeah. Glamping. It was like a tiny house. It had water and electricity. And that one, you know, I planned, we planned our meals because we packed everything. And I have still had s'mores. Like, okay, my one priority this trip is like to eat s'mores over a campfire, which I did. And I did, I wasn't like worried about it. Um, and we even got kind of off track that trip because it rained one day and we were on a hike and there was a million mosquitoes and, uh, we ended up going out for pizza and ate like half of a pizza. <laughs> but again, like I still saw progress. And so that trip kind of like changed the way I thought about travel and like vacations a little bit because I was, I had more energy. I think I told you after that trip, when I got back, like my workouts felt better. Um, you know, I wasn't as worried about it after that trip. Um, and then we just got back from San Diego and that trip, um, I was really focused on, you know, getting my water, my steps and my workouts in. And I still logged everything, but I wasn't anxious. So like the mental piece was way better this last trip because I still saw progress this week and I still hit my steps and my water and got my workouts in and it, I didn't feel stressed or anxious about it at all. Yeah. And it's like part of that trusting the process where like you just have to do it and try it. And the other thing is, is like those couple of weekends that you took in the grand scheme of things, like if we look at like your 16 weeks, you had what, nine days where you were traveling ish, give or take. Mm -hmm. But like those, those nine days, you still have a fair bit of consistency there with your steps and your water. And you had like good snacks planned, good morning meals planned. And then you had like a couple meals out and those couple meals out aren't going to completely derail you because when you look at the whole big picture, you're consistent majority of the time. So I think it's really hard to like wrap your head around that until you actually go through the process and feel it for yourself. Yes. Can definitely say from experience that is true. Yeah. And like this like whole process, the learning curve, like the program has an end date, but this lifestyle doesn't. And so like, I'm not going to stop traveling or having, you know, fun weekends, you know, because I'm going to eat, go out to eat. Right. Like <laughs> I'm just going to focus when I'm on what I can control and just get back on track. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So one of the things that I absolutely loved watching, seeing happen right in front of my eyes with you was that you started and I, I have to go, I was looking at it yesterday and I know it was like around 1930. So 1930 calories. That was what you were averaging before working with me. And we only brought you down to 1875, like slowly. It was like mid program. It was 1875. And now you're actually eating more than when you started. So now you're at like 1955, I believe. And you're eating over 200 grams of carbs per day and you're five one. Okay. So something like that can sound so scary for a lot of women, especially petite women. And on top of this, you've had no, like no additional cardio other than walking. We have 20 minutes to 30 minutes of walking, like depending on what day it is. And we didn't even have to add supplements. Like it's just been very natural, just doing the things. So like most people, when they hear a story like this from a coach, me, they're like, yeah, right. 
But coming from you, the client who actually did it and went through it, can you tell the audience how the hell it's even possible? Like, what is the secret? Yeah. Ooh, secret. Um, being consistent with, you know, your daily activities. You know, people are often like, oh, I could never do that. I could never, you know, check my food and get up and, you know, work out like you do. And it's hard. And, you know, you're not going to be motivated every single day. Um, but I think it's that discipline and consistency. You know, even if, you know, you eat, if I eat over 200 grams of carbs, just logging it, knowing what you're eating and just staying consistent. I didn't even know those numbers. That's really cool. <laughs> I know it's so funny because you don't think of it no. as you're in it. Cause you're just like, all right, I got to hit these numbers. Like these are my targets. I got to do it, but you're not. And the other thing is like, I don't have you pay attention to calories. Like I just want you hitting the macros, maybe your sugar goal. That's like a bonus thing that we kind of look at, but for the most part, like we're not talking about calories like ever. And the only time I see it is when I look at like the 16 week spread that I have in my spreadsheet. Like, I'm just like, okay, like look at where she's been. And so, yeah, you wouldn't really know those numbers, but that's crazy. Yeah. And I never felt like I was like, we were like cutting a lot of, you know, anything ever. Like I would have no, and I know we just changed on this week. Like I would have no idea like what I was eating more. <laughs> I mean, I do like when I look at my fitness pal, but like I can't physically, I can't tell a difference. Like, yeah, it was fun. Cause you were averaging, like I said, it was like 1930 and your protein was pretty low and your fats were high, but your carbs were right around where they currently are as well. And I brought them down a little bit. And then as soon as I we'll talk about it in a little bit, but as soon as you like dropped and I could see your back muscles, I was like, all right, we're increasing the carbs. Cause she's going to grow now. Like we're, we've, we've tapped into the, to the money-making thing. So yeah. All those crunchy snacks, all those carbs. <laughs> yeah. So, it's coming <laughs> so speaking of all that, what has your results looked and felt like? Um, I'll start with feel. Uh, I feel more energized, honestly, just like overall throughout my day. Like I said, I have long days and, you know, I often get tired in the afternoons, but I've been feeling that less and less because I'm eating the right amount of the right things consistently throughout the day. My body is not overly tired. Like it was before with orange theory. Like I remember one day I was at work and I just laid on the floor. I was like, I'm just so tired physically. Like, what have I been doing? <laughs> like, I'm able to get up the next morning at 4 a.m., get to the gym at 4:30 and crush my workout throughout the week consistently. And then have that energy throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. Like physically, you know, I can see the changes in my stomach, my legs, my waist. Like I have back muscles now, like a lot of them. <laughs> like I looked at my pictures, I was like, look at all of those. <laughs> Um, and like, you know, I said before, before I started this, like you would never look at me and be like, oh, that girl, like, you know, she's overweight, nothing like that. But I just really wanted to see the changes in my like, body composition change. So it was never about losing weight or inches for me. It was more about, you know, the way I was feeling, um, keeping my workouts and eating consistent and changing, you know, the way my body was composed. So, um, it's very cool. Like clothes fit differently now. Like I went jean shopping and needed, you know, a size zero, which I don't remember the last 
last time I needed a size zero. Again, it was never about that for me, but it's been really cool. Yeah. I remember looking at your photos the first time you sent them and I was like, all right, girl, you got a fantastic shape and I'm so excited to put some muscle on you. Like this is going to be fun. (laughs) It's been great. (laughs) Yeah. So what are some of those like non-scale victories that you've achieved too? I'm feeling more confident like at the gym, kind of the way I move about my day, got more energy. I'm able to stay active. And, you know, like I said, my days are long and I'm not feeling as tired. And just like the mental piece of knowing that these are habits now, like I, I'm going to be done with your program, sad face and soon. And, um, like, I'm going to be fine. Like I'm going to keep going because like mentally I know I have these habits to keep me going. So, yeah. So what are some upcoming goals for you? Like what's next? Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep counting my macros. I'm going to, um, do the subscription app for the workouts. Um, try to see if I can find some more back muscles. I don't know how many more <laughs> I can find. Them <laughs> I think we found them. I think we just need to, I know maybe other muscles somewhere else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to keep, you know, taking what I've learned and go see what I can do with all of this. Yeah. What has been your biggest takeaway from completing this program? Definitely the habits. And along with that, I guess, like the confidence and the independence, like you were always there if I had questions along the way. Um, But you also pushed me to like think through things on my own, which, you know, I think in turn makes a habit. Right. And I think that that has really been the biggest takeaway. Like it's a habit to drink over a hundred ounces of water every day. Like it's a habit to get to the gym and to get my steps in and to, you know, figure out what foods go where so I can have better energy. Um, and I think that just like the, really the habits that I formed throughout this have been the biggest takeaway and how it's like not a thing anymore. Like when I first started, it felt so big and like, oh my gosh, I have to you know, count my macros and track and log and get to the gym and do, you know, get my steps in and get my water. But now it's it's a habit. Like it's not even a thought anymore. And so that's been the biggest takeaway. Yeah. It is always a little overwhelming at first. And I remember we had this conversation too, like, see, this is why we do just the workouts on that first week. And then the next week, that's when we start the nutrition thing. Like, I feel like everyone wants to get right into the nutrition right away. And like, let's lay down the foundation. Let's make sure we have our steps and our water and our workouts. And you feel good with those before we go go into the harder stuff. So yeah. yeah. And you were like, I'm so glad it's structured this way. Yeah. (laughs) I heard the thing that too. Like I could have done all of this at once. You're like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, it, it is definitely all about building those habits and continuing on with them. So what would you say to someone who is on the fence about signing up for this program? Um, it's going to be like a standard answer, like just do it. <laughs> you know, you'll never, ever, ever feel ready. Right. Like I wasn't ready. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like I have to make all these changes. There's a million excuses, but, um, I think that an investment in myself, like I was trying to think about that, that's always worth it. Like I trust myself, like I know myself and I know that if I put in the work and invest in myself, then it's going to be worth it always. So, and the, you know, habits that I form, like the routines, the skills I've learned, like that's priceless. Um, And again, like I said, you've been a great coach, (laughs) like always, you know, there to help um, providing the right amount of support 
um, when I have questions, you're always available, but again, putting it on me, like I love, um, when I would go out to eat and I'd be like, okay, here's the menu. Like what, what do you think I should eat? And you'd be like, okay, first, what are you looking at? Like, where do you think <laughs> you should go on the menu? Like what's your choice? And then let's see, you know, what would be some other good options and provide that feedback. So, um, yeah, do it. It's been great. This has been awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy for you. And I'm just, I've enjoyed working with you and watching you go through this process and just blossoming and blooming and just being amazing. So last question for you, if you could eliminate any short girl problem, what would it be? Um, let's see. There's so many, (laughs) um, probably probably the need for step stools all around the house and like always needing to get a step stool out. Like we keep our Tupperware on like the second shelf in our kitchen, like an upper cabinet. And like, every time I unload the dishwasher, put dishes away, like I just throw it up there instead of getting a step stool out. And so it's always like a giant pyramid that's about to collapse and my husband to open the, <laughs> open the door and he'll be like, really? Like, this is what you did. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get the step stool out. <laughs> so that would probably be it. Like Maybe I'll go rearrange the kitchen now, actually, now that I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> it's funny because in my old condo in Florida, I had the same thing where my Tupperware was up high. And I remember like one day it was just like, why did I put these up here? Like, these are the things that I use most of the time. Like how often do I grab a plate? Like never, it's always the Tupperware. So why are these up so high? Why did I do this to myself? But the problem with that kitchen was that there was no, there was not a lot of storage, like bottom storage. And that was the only space that was like the biggest space for like the crock pots and the pots and pans. So like, if I move those down, then I would have nowhere to put the bigger things. So if you have a place to put the bigger things, then I would absolutely go and rearrange your kitchen. I'm thinking about it. I'm looking over there right now. <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it'll be a weekend project. Yeah. But the step stool thing, no, totally agree. Because there's, we keep like the big step stool in our closet downstairs. Mm-hmm. And there's some things where I'm like, I don't need to take out the big step stool. Like I just need the little one, but the little one's upstairs. And so I have since moved my upstairs one. Cause I was like, I just don't use it upstairs to downstairs. But even then, like, sometimes I'm like, I'm just too lazy. It over me to get out. Like I climb on the counter. I'm like, I just don't want yep. to pull this out. <laughs> I did a real once of like climbing on the counter and I had sneakers on and I got so much shit for it. People were like, ew, I'm like, yeah, but I wiped down the counter after. And these, these shoes, I hardly ever wear. They've been sitting in my closet for years. <laughs> fine guys. Fine. Probably Honestly, like the grip on your tennis shoe versus like a sock or yeah, something. We don't fall. Exactly. You can clean that shit up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, coming full circle. And I am really excited to see you keep progressing in the Fun Size Fitness app. Me too. Very excited. Thanks for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in receiving one-on-one coaching so that you can gain mad clarity about food and fitness for your unique body, finally see those badass muscles in the mirror and establish long-lasting habits with ease, just like my client Katie has, then be sure to check out my 16-week VIP program and everything that's included by visiting www.funsized.life slash coaching. When you're ready to apply, just fill out the short questionnaire and be on the lookout for an email from me to schedule your free discovery call where we'll get to know each other and see if we're a good fit to work together. If you enjoy this episode, please make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win a fun-sized tank top. I'll be announcing the next winner in episode 120. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode. 